This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode where we are going to be talking about increasing our intake of plants, plant-based food. It's not the snappiest title, is it? (laughs) And this is something that was suggested to me back when I was talking about doing a series about the tools in our toolkit. I was asking people what tools they use, what they'd like me to explore, some things with things I was very familiar with, some weren't. And having a plant-based diet was mentioned to me. So I decided to take a look at it and I haven't spent a lot of time um, eating different things, cooking different things, because if you've listened to my cooking episodes, you will know (laughs) that's not going to happen. (laughs) That would have meant this podcast never came to fruition. But I did try out some of the um, plant-based things on offer, almost the fast food options, you know, like the Starbucks meat-free breakfast sandwich, which is delicious, by the way. I have no idea how ethical it is, but it's very tasty. And I thought about the um, meat-free foods that I eat anyway, not not vegan, um, but meat-free foods. So things like jacket potatoes, cheese and beans, pasta and pesto with salad, those are staples in our house anyway. But I didn't really know much about why a plant-based diet was something that was desirable, why it was helpful, why anybody would want to do it. So I spoke to my far more knowledgeable friends (laughs) who explained certain things to me about it. Now, a truly plant-based diet, a vegan diet, is not, it's not for me. I'm, I'm a meat eater. I like eating meat. Um, but increasing our intake of plants and decreasing how much meat we buy and consume does have its advantages. For a start, it's cheaper. So there's a nice simple one, isn't it? Meat's expensive. So, you know, if you're buying, I don't know, a pack of salmon and a steak and some duck breast every week, you know, there's there's a cost there. <laughs> and the plant-based versions and plant-based foods can save you a lot of money. So that's a nice, a nice simple one. There is a lot to be said for increasing our fibre intake. And I'm going to come on to that um, a little bit later on because that's something I'm very passionate about. But to begin with, what I thought was really interesting when I was discussing this with friends was that it's about producing less waste, living in a more sustainable way, a less wasteful way. So I've understood for years and years that there are people who don't want to eat meat because they simply do not want to eat animals. That's, you know, that's understandable. And when I was young, that was kind of where vegetarianism came from. I I don't want to eat animals. You know, it doesn't feel right to me. Fair enough. But now there's this whole other side to it, which I really was not as aware of as I should have been, which is this sustainability side. So a friend of mine who I was talking to about it said a few things that I thought were really interesting. She said, for a start, if you're going to eat dairy, you might as well eat meat because the way that animals are treated um, in 
you know, different kinds of farming, it, it doesn't really make much difference. You know, if you're worried about how animals are treated, yeah, if you're going to eat dairy, you might as well eat meat. So it's something that I think often we put out of our minds, um, the way that these different farms operate. And I am not anti-farm. <laughs> you know, there's a hell of a lot in that discussion that we're not going to get into um, today. But we don't pay a lot of attention, do we? We kind of think, oh, yes, this is very tasty. I'm not really going to think too much about where this came from and how the animals were treated that produced it. So it's something to bear in mind. But the thing that really got me was we feed food to animals that we could eat. And that really, uh, that was an arresting thought, if you like. Um, You know, a kilo of meat to produce a kilo of meat a lot of food has gone into that cow, that pig, that sheep. And it's often food that we could have eaten ourselves, you know, uh, grain, vegetables and pigs eat everything. Um, you know, we could have just eaten that food. <laughs> it's just such a wasteful process. Um, and what I didn't know was that, for instance, farmed salmon, most of the salmon we eat is, is farmed, they feed the salmon on things like mackerel and sardines. Well, we could just eat the mackerel. So there's a lot of waste, a lot of waste. And if we're thinking about being sustainable as a planet, you know, the land that is used to farm animals could be used to grow crops. I'm not suggesting we all just, you know, walk away today and completely change our habits, but it's worth thinking about, isn't it? The land usage, the use of food that could just be eaten by people, very interesting to me. Um, and really, if you're going to do one thing that makes a difference from an environmental point of view, it's to use local produce, meat and vegetables, because local produce has less of an environmental impact and things produced in a, in a smaller, free range, more sustainable way. So that's something to think about. Now, how does all of this contribute to a happier life? Because everything I've just said has probably made you feel a bit miserable <laughs> about your food options. So how can reducing our meat intake and increasing our plant intake lead to a happier life? Well, the first thing is that it's going to help us feel better about what we're taking out of the world. Now, I'm not really one for lots of virtue signalling. You know, this isn't about, oh, you must do this and you mustn't do that. But there is a really good feeling, I have to say, when I get my vegetable boxes delivered by Andrea from Boxed Green, and I'll put her link in the show notes, she delivers organic vegetables to me once a month. It's not all the vegetables I eat. It feels good because I know that I've done something or not done something <laughs> that's helpful. You know, I've, I've done something that's helpful and I haven't done more of the unhelpful things. So it can just make us feel good about what we're taking from the world and the impact we're having. The real deal, though, and this for me is something, as I say, I'm, I'm quite passionate about. It's an odd thing to be passionate about somebody's diet, but the pros of increased fibre. So if you can't or don't want to decrease your meat intake, if you don't want to change your diet... Um, you know, we're not talking today about calories or weight loss, but if you've got no interest in changing anything about how you're eating, I would still say, look at your fibre intake. 
If it means you simply eat more every day because you're adding fibre into your diet, do that. Fibre is so important, so helpful, makes a huge difference and is one of the dietary changes you can make that will have a massive impact. You know, fibre comes from fruit and vegetables and um, decent bread. I mean, I am not a nutritionist, so (laughs) I keep it really simple for myself. A nutritionist will tell you all the different kinds of fibre, the different kinds of food they come in, what bread is better, if there's, I think there's different types of rice. I don't know, does rice have fibre? I'm pretty sure it does. But fruit and vegetables, just, you know, eat that stuff. (laughs) It's good. Now, why is it so good? Why is it important? Well, I'm going to put this in the show notes too, because I got this information from um, an article by Dr. Sears, who I know and trust from a previous life, doing things in maternity care, because he um, does a lot about infant feeding. But he says, the benefits of fibre, it's a long article, there's loads of information I will summarise here. So firstly, eating more fibre actually curbs overeating. So if you're thinking, oh, I should eat less, but, you know, it's not going to happen or you've not in just not in the headspace right now for that, Helen. I'm not interested in <laughs> calorie counting and changing my diet. Just eating more fiber will actually help you to reduce intake of other stuff. Um, you know, fibers are filling, but they're not fattening and you eat them more slowly. Generally speaking, again, it depends on the food, but, you know, so you kind of feel full sooner. So you don't eat loads. Fibre also steadies your blood sugar level. Now that one, because the sugar highs and crashes, I mean, we see it in ourselves, we see it in our kids, so unhelpful. And once you start on the sugar roller coaster, you need more sugar, so you're eating more crap. Fibre steadies your blood sugar. So important. And this is, I think, where some of the focus on breakfast comes from. I'm actually not a big breakfast eater, but certainly with our children, if they start the day with a decent fibre breakfast, they're not going to have the same sugar highs and crashes throughout the day, which just helps them and obviously would help us too. It slows the absorption of fat. So again, hooray, (laughs) without even doing a weight loss thing, it's going to change how we absorb fat. There's a lot about it reducing cholesterol. I'm not even going to go there. I don't even understand cholesterol. Read the article. Um, But this is the big one for me. It protects against colon cancer. And he then goes on to talk about all the ins and outs of why and how it does that. But it is a massive bonus to our health to eat more fibre. And for me, I think this is where the plant-based idea kind of comes a cropper sometimes because, yes, we can look at it from a sustainability point of view, which is really interesting. But if we talk about eating more fruit and vegetables, you know when people talk about eating your five a day, it can get confused within the weight loss industry. So I think people here eat better, eat more healthily, eat less crap, eat less of this. No, it's not about that. That's a separate conversation. This is about eating more, eating more fibre. Don't change anything about your diet, but eat a carrot at the end of the day. Eat everything you love, throw some broccoli in. (laughs) Eat more fibre because it's so important for our health makes a massive difference. So, you know, that is going to contribute to a happier life. Fewer sugar crashes, less overeating, less colon cancer. Sounds pretty good to me. Now, what are the bullshit elements of all of this? Well, again, it's it's complicated, 
None of it is bullshit. Like anything that can be reduced into sound bites and billboards, it's actually more complicated. Um, you know, some vegan cooking in includes things like cashew nuts and soya. There's debate about how great, maybe there isn't even debate, maybe they're just not great for the environment, but, you know, they might not be so great for the environment. It's not straightforward. And that makes us feel like it's all bullshit because when it's complicated, we're just trying to go around Tesco's and do the weekly shop and the kids are screaming and we can't we can't think about all this stuff. It's too complicated. Food is a minefield, as you will know from my cooking podcast. I did a podcast on sitting with discomfort where I um, touched on hunger and calorie counting. It's a minefield. It's really not as simple for everyone to just change their eating and cooking habits, you know? It's a real emotional, emotive issue, food, diet, cooking. So these are suggestions, you know, but the fate of the entire world is not in your hands. Do what you can if you want to. Um, But yeah, it is complicated and it can feel very complicated on a personal level and certainly on a global level. So our mindset block alert for this episode is that as soon as somebody starts talking to us about our diet, where our food comes from, what we eat, how we eat, when we eat, we can get very closed down in our own minds because the guilt can be overwhelming. The guilt of not eating sustainably enough, not eating environmentally friendly enough, um, not eating healthily enough, not losing enough weight. Oh, we've gone off on a path of self-hatred and we were only supposed to be talking about, you know, vegan food. It's like, it's a whole mindfuck, isn't it? So let's just remember that there are some simple messages. Focus on local produce when you can. And if you can't, don't, you know, but when you can. Reduce your meat intake a little bit, if you can. And increase your fibre. If you take nothing else from this podcast episode, please increase your fibre. Um, and this is nothing to do with anybody judging how much cake you eat. Separate discussion, folks, for another day. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of cake. So that is my thoughts on increasing our intake of plant-based foods. It's a really interesting topic. And as you can tell, I am, you know, I'm a novice. I really don't know very much about it. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, please do comment. Um, How you can comment is if you're listening to this via my website, you can comment. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts and include comments in that. You can comment in my Facebook group. The links to that are in the show notes. You can find me on social media. Find me somewhere and tell me what you think because I would love to know more about this. It's really interesting to me. In the meantime, Please be excessively kind to yourself, no matter what you eat and where you shop. And let's squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Did you know that my first book is now available to purchase online? Check out the show notes for details of how to get your hands on a copy. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you would like to work with me one-to-one or follow more of my content, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.